Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Hello, welcome along. It is the Monday morning episode. Um, football's pretty much finished. What do we do now, Sam? What do well, we do? What do we back. talk about? It's a look back. We we'll just look back at life in general. We've got the FA Cup final. Could FA we Cup- change it? Could we change this episode during the summer months called Summer Reflections? <laughs> <laughs> summer, summer moods. Memories light the corner of my mind. Yeah. Misty watercolored memories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the cup final, um, I found worrying, mate, because I thought here are Watford, a decent mm. Premier League team. No yep. mugs, right? Nope. No mugs. They came with a game plan. They've got a good manager. It was clear in the opening exchanges that Watford had a very decent game plan. Yep. They nearly went 1-0 up. And in the end, City rolled them over. <laughs> and frankly, it could have been more than six. And I looked at it yeah. and I thought, this is going to be football for who knows how long. Because yeah. you, you look at the European leagues, particularly Italy and Germany, where Bayern Munich have won it God knows how many years in a row. Juventus have won it something like eight years in a row or something like that. I think it's fucking tedious. And the reason that at the moment the Premier League feels like the preeminent league in the world is because of the competition. But you look at it, and Klopp touched on it when they lost out on the league title. He said, and some people might have thought it was sour grapes, but I thought it was very true. He said, listen, we're a great team and we can't underestimate what we've achieved by accumulating the points we did this season Mm. any other season any other league we would have won it easily but we are up against an incredible team here and that's the thing City and and it's hard to know I'm not being I'm not pointing the finger of blame or someone said to me recently and we've talked about this before oh don't like City they're a club with no soul and I went that's complete bollocks (laughs) I I said it's complete bollocks first of all all clubs have souls really well maybe not Reading but, you know... <laughs> oh, MK Dons. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, they all have a soul. And City have got... Yeah, depending on what your definition is, more than most. It's not the fans' fault that they got bought by some <laughs> oh, exactly. really rich people. It's not. It's certainly not the manager's fault. It's not the players' fault. It's definitely not the fans. It's, it's not even the owners themselves. All they've done is buy... I mean, if you or I... If one one day you and I become that rich, uh, if we can achieve the same wealth out of podcasting that yeah. them Arabs did out of oil, right? Well, and you know, t- times are changing. I think I would say are. it's probably quite inevitable that we will do that eventually. I've read in various publications, Time Magazine, The Economist, The Wall uh, Street Journal, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that the 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 podcasting 
to yeah, will yeah. be to the 21st century what oil was to the 20th century. Yeah. The most precious commodity, and, and also that wars will be fought over it. Yeah, like exactly. Like oil. It'll, it'll be the commodity that basically powers the world in the yeah. upcoming 100 years. It will. So, um, I, yeah. I just hope that we don't get invaded by hostile Other uh, podcasters. Yeah, exactly. And they'll mm. they'll want their hands on our assets, not just yeah. us. They'll be bang after mints, and then as a bonus, they might get the Cass Pennant and Paul Denan podcast <laughs> thrown in. <laughs> and it's all grist to the mill. It anyway, is. listen, if we make millions and millions out of billions this. out of podcasting we we'd buy a club of course we would we'd, bu- we'd buy a club and then when we bought it we wouldn't go uh well although we've got <laughs> limitless money it would be unfair on the other clubs if we just started buying listen right if i could buy a club tomorrow whether it be west ham or anyone i would go out and i would start to try and buy, I would try and buy mbappe I would buy Kante. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd probably buy Messi yeah. for a last hurrah. Yeah. I'd, I'd fucking buy the lot, mate. Why wouldn't I? And so you can't blame those bastards either. It's just the way things are. So there's no one to blame. But the truth is, is that what we saw yesterday was, it was very entertaining. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was it was exciting. It was not exciting, but it was entertaining to watch Shetty when they hit fifth gear. But, you know, it just is frustrating because you think, I can't see anyone. I, ca- I can't. They've won the tr- domestic treble, and I expect them to continue yeah. to win in the domestic treble every year for the next yeah, 10 exactly. years. There's, there's, I mean, what Liverpool have done this season might prove to be completely freakish, and then the next season they might finish on 83 points or something like that. Because mm. they've, mm. they've made up, what, 25 points this season on City from last season. So it yeah. feels like to do that again against City is going to be an even bigger ask again. How can... But, yeah, I mean, yeah, how would then, you then feel? You've got, then, you've got, then you've got this the next tier, which is Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs and Manchester United. Mm. And, you know, Manchester United fans or some of their fans probably st- still feel as though they should be at the top of the tree where they were when Ferguson yeah. was there. That, that is gone. That is, there's never no happening. chance of that, them catching yeah. up City in the next five years, as far as I can see. I'll tell you what, it's going to take more than fucking Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Fred to get you back up to the, to the fucking <laughs> preeminent force in British football, mate. Yeah. What is it going to take? It felt like you were hanging in the air with something there. Do you no. know what it's going to take for Manchester United to get back? No, they just can't do it. I mean... Well, it's just they, not doable, is it? Exactly. Unless if you were a cash-rich Arab or a... Uh, a, a Russian oligarch or two podcasting entrepreneurs. Yeah. And you were looking at a club to buy at the moment, I'd probably think buy United because they're probably quite undervalued because they've done, yeah. just had a sh- another shit season. They're sixth and yet they are probably in the top two most famous and and potentially valuable football brands in the world. Yeah. I hate to use that term, football brands, but I would say along That's with Real Madrid. At, That's what it That's is. That's where we're it? at, right? So from a business point of view, you think, yeah, go and buy it. The Glazers don't give a fuck about it. They, <laughs> they'd sell it. They, the Glazers would sell fucking Manchester United yeah. tomorrow if you came in with a silly bid, which is yeah. what you and I would do. We would, wouldn't we? Well, I can imagine that can you and not- I would probably disagree over that because I'd go... Andy, Andy, I think we should go straight in with a £20 billion bid. Why not? 
cash. <laughs> and you <laughs> might counsel. You'd probably boringly counsel a more nuanced approach to negotiation. <laughs> Whereas I'd like want to throw the whole bucket at it. We'll buy United. <laughs> Right, it's quite good for me and you because, as we found on our recent trip to Salford, it's sort of equidistant. Yeah, and uh, and then I reckon if we'd, that's the only way is if they had someone, and there will be people out there who are as rich as these Qataris, right? Yeah. Can we not like, just knock together ten grand and maybe buy a non-league club and just see how, how long it takes us to piss away that ten grand? Wouldn't it be great next season, right? I'm serious about this, right? Buy a Sunday league team. Why don't we sponsor? A non-league team next season. <laughs> yeah, could, Top flight we? time machine on their shirts. It'd we be could. fucking great. We could do that. All of the money that's coming in from the Iron Filing Society. Just do all the we'll money we've spunk got. Spunk all of it. Or well, we could borrow team against the season's money anyway. You could go well, to someone look, that. We're, 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 the idea is out there now. We're putting it out there. If you are involved in a non-league team, we don't care how low the level is. The lower, no. the better, because yeah. you know the cheaper it's going to be. Yeah. We are interested in having yeah. our logo on your shirts next season. Talk yeah. to us. Yeah, if you are Sir John, I don't know, <laughs> Sir John Roehampton Harriers, <laughs> right? Get in touch because you could have top flight time machine emblazoned. And if you want reference. Uh, nice segue this just go on to toplighttimemachine.com look on our merch page and you will mm. see how gorgeous our logo looks when High emblazoned across t-shirts yeah you know and we might even come to the to the club itself and record a special episode in the center circle an hour before oh, kick off of a match i could arrange for my mum to come and present the players with medals at the end of the oh, season as well be in good. her best wouldn't dress wouldn't that be nice yeah yeah yeah, that's, my mum that's said. My my mum, despite having four like fanatical football supporting sons, who did nothing but watch and talk about football throughout like their childhood, well, she knows she just doesn't know anything about yeah. football at all. But she did say today, "Oh, that was the cup final yesterday. Some of those <laughs> players, when they gave the interviews afterwards, they're very small, aren't they?" And I went, "Yeah." The city ones. I went, the city players are small. And she went, why is that? Because they can nip around a bit quicker, can they? And I went, yes. yeah, that's true. Yes, that's, I said, Guardiola likes little players because they're more agile. She went, nah, I reckon it's because their uniforms are cheaper, aren't they? They're just getting the kids' ones. <laughs> Fucking uniforms. She's got a point. You would have got thought she would have picked something or other up. But anyway. So we'll do, we'll do that. We'll sponsor a team. And for an extra X number of pounds... Um, you can also have Result Spot as your club's mascot for a season. Oh. And he'll wan- wander around the edge of the pitch, fucking swearing at people while the match is going on. Yeah. So we'll have to get someone to dress up as Result Spot yeah. or we'll make we'll make a Result Spot. Yeah, we'll do it. Well, I mean, you can do it. What were those, week what week were those um, automated sort of cars that you got from the Argos catalogue in the 80s? Was it called something like Bigfoot or Big, Big track. track? Big Track. Big Track, yeah. we get a Big Track. Yeah. We stick a bucket on top of it, but wrap the bucket in tin foil. Yeah. Stick, a coat, on. stick a coat hanger on upside down on top of the bucket so it's like yeah. an antenna, and yeah. then just get the biggest googly eyes we can find from the local yeah. art shop, right? <laughs> and then we'll just put a tape recorder in there with the phrase 1-0 written over and over Send again, it. and then it'll go round and round your pitch throughout the yeah. game. Because it's dead easy programming. You just program however many steps forward you want it to do and then however many to the left 
yeah. then forward again, and then to the left again, and then forward, and it just goes round and round the pitch <laughs> for the whole 90 Hello minutes. Hello and welcome to Kidderminster Harriers. Thanks for coming today. A record for the season so far. 412 supporters. <laughs> Appreciate your loyalty. Uh, this week is always sponsored by our friends at Top Flight Time Machine. <laughs> and give a wave there to our sponsor. There he is, the cheeky chappy result spot going round the side of the pitch there. Oh, no, don't kick him, madam. No, that's not... No, oh, fuck me. It's collapsed. <clears throat> did you see, um, speaking of kicking, did you see Sunderland's player Luke O'Neill when he went into the crowd the other night? He fell over the advertising hoardings and landed in the front row of the Portsmouth fans and one of them put the fucking boot right into him. <laughs> Put the boot in and then landed a punch on him, and then he landed came, he came a out punch. Of the crowd. That's a bit yeah. much. I mean, I can understand <clears throat> sticking the boot in, but a punch as well. It's Come all the same, isn't it? And then um, <clears throat> obviously the stewards got involved and the police got involved and the fellow was carted away. And they interviewed Luke O'Neill afterwards, and they said, "Because uh, you got in a bit of trouble there when you went into the into the crowd over the hoardings, Luke." He went, uh, "Yeah, it's uh, that's football, isn't it? That's what happens." He goes, uh, so you're not, you're not intending to... The police have spoken to you? Yeah, the police asked me what happened and all that, and it's all, it's all settled now. And so, well, you're not going to like press charges? And he went, uh, nah, it's football, isn't it? He goes, he can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, all the, you've got all these fucking, <laughs> fucking furrow-browed pundits and everything going, oh, oh it's disgraceful, and it's a, it's a, a sad indictment of the modern game, and this, this man should be dealt with in yeah. the harshest possible manner. And yeah. Luke O'Neill's like, all right, you can have that one. You can have that that's one, all, that's mate. football. It's all part of the fun and games, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. hey? That's what people turn up and pay their money to see. Correct, it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That What we saw at Fratton Road last night was the most disgusting <laughs> reflection of how low our game has sunk. And I want to take your calls on this today, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because I just think football cannot go any lower than this. What my question is for you today, listeners, is shall we just pack up and go home? Should the game end? Because these people are scum. Uh, I'm the bloke who it happened to, and I, all I want to say is he can have that one. It was a nice... He, he made good contact. Fair play to the lad. Next time, perhaps it'll be the other way round. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I fell in the crowd, I thought I'm going to get a boot in here. I'm going to get a shoe in. So I brace, oh, oh. I brace myself. I thought to myself, "Well, here it comes." <laughs> and it All did. Right. Sure enough, it did. <laughs> sure as eggs and eggs, in it goes. Oh, got me right in the gut. <laughs> then before I know it, in comes the clump. Lovely stuff. Oh well, and then and then as he clambered out of the crowd, back onto the pitch, of course, there's a bit of fucking to and fro going on between some of our players and their fans, and it ended up with Lee Catamall offering one of their fans onto the pitch to Excellent. have a tear up with him. Excellent. That's League One. That's where it's That's at. That's League One. That's living all right. Uh, very reminiscent of the uh, John Gregory slash John Terry experiences of my brother Cass at QPR, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, giving exactly. it all the chat. And until one of them turns exactly. around and offers you out and you realise the other fella's younger than you and a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. And you think, and course, fuck that. And, and of course, the midway point between that in League One and the, the dull as a nine Premier League that you've just talked about earlier is the Championship, yeah. which we decided earlier in the season, best league in the world. Championship, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It and that's is. where you could be heading. Congratulations, God. mate. You well, must feel thanks. tremendous. I'm going to Wembley again, twice in two months. 
Go That's fucking exi- to watch the exact same fixture. It's the same outcome. No, not the same as Sunderland Charlton. Not the this same time. outcome. It's it's a replica of the 1998 playoff final that uh, broke so many hearts and thrilled the nation with Mickey Gray's penalty miss. Was that against Portsmouth? No, Charlton. Oh, no, what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, you're playing Charlton. Charlton. We, had, we had Portsmouth oh, in the yeah, semi. Yeah. We've got Charlton in the, in yeah, the final. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It'll end in course. tears, I'm sure. It'll end in tears. Do you, what, what, tell me about that. Do you think you got the better of Charlton? What was the games <laughs> so far this season against them? Uh, we beat them 2-1 in stoppage time on the first day of the season. So all I'm saying is Netflix are doing another series of this Sunderland thing that they did last year. Oh, yeah. And for it to begin with a 2-1 win in injury time at home at the Stadium yeah. of Light, and then for it to end with us playing Charlton again, you couldn't write it any better. Fuck but this mate. is Sunderland. And when there's an opportunity to fuck something up, we will fuck it up. Makes you suspicious almost, doesn't it, the way the world works these you days, whether or not... Well, Sunderland may have just... This might be a long game. Sunderland might have been some sort of really long game mm. fucking experiment by the powers that be at Netflix, stretching back yeah. to the fucking Mick McCarthy era for all we know. Could it go could as be. far back as Howard Wilkinson when he just made them all watch videos of swallows migrating for summer. Yeah. I reckon Netflix is probably run by aliens, and it's all part of that. Uh. They've controlled somehow controlled the circumstances in this season's football. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. I heard a great deep state conspiracy from someone the other day. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> well, are you chuckling? Because you know who it was from. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you I don't could guess, yet. but we can't say it, right? But um, I can't he think, said, but uh, I, might, I might, once you've said it. He said, uh, how many people live in the UK? You know, how I've said before on this podcast how I hate being asked questions by people in that yeah. way when you know it's always a bloke, right? Mm. And it's always a know-it-all pompous bloke. Mm. And their technique is to ask you a question that they know you will get the answer wrong to, right? That's the whole <sighs> point. Powerful. And then... And then to cunt you off about it. And I, yeah. I have a policy. I'm just like, I'm not answering that. And I go, well, I go, because clearly I don't know the answer. If I did know the answer, you wouldn't be asking me. So let's skip this bit. Whatever supposedly interesting fucking fact you've got up your sleeve, yeah. tell me now. Get on with right? it. Get tell out. me now. Get on with it. Don't skip the bit where you fucking pointlessly try to humiliate me. Yeah. No, no. You tell me how many people live in the UK. <laughs> All right. I think it's 65 million. Wrong. Okay, surprise the <laughs> fucking prize. I'm wrong. The official figures are incorrect. Yeah. Huh. 
is more like seventy five million. I was like, well, I've just, I've, I've just not... realised that you're talking about. Yeah, carry you're on. Correct. Sorry. Yeah, and he's gone, <laughs> and I've gone. Okay, right. seventy five. 75, 75 million, you say? Yeah, so it's not even that far out. Anyway, I was like, well, it's not bad. It's within the margin of error, isn't it? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, how do you know? And I don't. How come you know the facts? I get, mm. I know where I get my information from. And he did all that laughing. <laughs> yeah, but you're just like most people. You just sheep. eat up whatever you're told. Right? Yeah, and I go, sheeple. right, yeah. Do you know what the truth I was thinking in my head was? I should have just said to what? him, so, truth is, mate, I don't give a fuck how many people live in the UK. <laughs> i got other things on my fucking mind. It, that I Do not give a flying fuck, right? It, fucking, it could be not, ten, it could business. be a billion. It's, it's none, none of, of my business. business. How many people, it's none of his exactly. business how many people there is. It's no one's fucking business. I, I don't even know how many people live in my street. Do you know what I mean? I don't care. <laughs> I'd care if it's like, if it started getting a bit too rowdy. I wouldn't do a head count. I'd probably just stick my head out the window and d- tell yeah. them all to fucking keep it down, to be yeah. honest. I'm trying to have a kip. Anyway, he's, I said, how do you know? And he went, ha, trust me, there are ways and means. It's pretty simple to work out how many people live anywhere. And I went, how then? <laughs> how? Because you can imagine I started simple. to get a bit irritable. Yeah. I should say to the listener, this was, this was, I was interviewing a person. And All I'm right. not going to say it was yet, yeah. but I was interviewing someone, and it, you know, when I write the, when I write up, which will be soon, you'll find out who it was. But in an interview, Andy, obviously, as you know, you can't, you shouldn't really a get into the business of answering their questions because that's no, a that's not technique. That's a technique they, that they use. And secondly, you shouldn't really get into a row. Well, I broke both those questions oh, extensively man. in this interview, which is why when you read it, it's going to be such good reading. But I've gone, <laughs> what? You can imagine, it was like everything that annoys me. I'm like, well, how do you fucking know? And he goes, ah, well, <laughs> when it comes to finding out how many people live in a country, it's the three Fs, isn't it? And I go, what do you mean? Oh. He goes, food, feces and farewells. And I went... What? what? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> and then he la- he chuckles at me because I don't know what that means. Because you don't know right? what that is, of well, course. I've never Idiot. come... No one... That's not a commonly used phrase or saying, dickhead. <laughs> well, as well, you know how much food's being consumed. That's a pretty easy thing to track, correct? I go, yeah, thinking... Is no, it? I don't... Uh, yeah, no. I don't fucking know. Right? But I just go, yeah, well, obviously, yes. I mean, of course, we know how much well, food's being eaten. The, that's the, pretty the standard. supermarkets... But then yeah. there's independent green grocers, and there's yeah, what? you know people are yeah, growing their own food. What do you fucking food. do? You do an audit, do you? Every fucking week of every shop, how much they flogged? Come off it, mate. Going round to every Pret a Manger and every Greg's. I go and to. How's he, how's he measuring the feces then? How's he doing that? Well, another question. He said, "Then we know how much feces is in the sewage system, mm-hmm. and that is a pretty fair reflection of how many people live there." Again, oh, hang on a minute, right? That depends. Not every human does the same amount of shit. Exactly. Yeah. You might eat a lot, but not shit much, because you you might be egg-bound, for example. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all depends on diet and everything, Someone it? else, your neighbour, might eat a lot less than you, but he's yeah. fucking cramming down the fibre, the fruit and... Fi- he's having fruit and fibre for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. Right? He's shitting non-stop. Right, is, Plus, it, look is, at different countries. It, what about in India, right? They, you know what they eat in India, don't you? Curry. In, Indian food yeah. every day. It's not yeah. a treat like for us once a week. Yeah. For them, the it's every day. They must get bored of it. But anyway, that's another story. 
they presumably are shitting more yeah. over there because over here we're Four or five eating... five times a day if it's anything... If, if my yawn experiences are anything to go by. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas over here in England, we're eating white bread, a lot of cheddar, yeah. and the odd egg. That's basically the British diet, right? Yeah. That's, you're not shitting much of that. Not a, not a great deal. Once a no. day, probably. So, anyway, I don't know where that leaves us. And then finally, he said can farewell. Can I just say as well, you're talking about like size of people and stuff like that. How much does Jeff Cape shit? Loads. Oh. How much yeah. does Warwick Davis shit? Not mm. much, I reckon. So, you know, you mm-hmm. can't count them as the same. Maybe. You know, I mean, I'd be surprised if, 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 if there were any... Um, what what do we call the old uh, dwarfs nowadays? Um, little people now. Are you sure about that? I think that's all right. Mi- I don't know. Midgets is I don't think so, midgets. But Dwarf. anyway, if you are listening and you are a little person... And forgive us, we ge- this isn't a joke, we genuinely don't know what the uh, acceptable terminology is. And that that and is grow. remiss of us, and so correct us. This is my first request. Secondly, tell us how much you shit. <laughs> <laughs> because we might be, well, just you've got a small body, doesn't mean half your body might be your bowel. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was his and second... And brain. That was his second mean... <laughs> But if you're going to let us know, can you let us know over a 14-day period so we can average it out? Because you might have, you know, a short period where you're doing a lot of shitting for whatever reason. And uh, that oh, wouldn't be a very true reflection of your shitting habits. To any dwarf listeners we've got, please do a shit audit for two weeks and then send us the results. Yes, please. Right, because... Um, and the Otherwise, third... we're going to get nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and... This is a two-way street, people, this podcast. It's not just all about us spoon-feeding you the facts and the info. We need yeah. something in return once now. We need your assistance. Yeah. Thirdly, he said farewells. Can you guess what farewells were? Um, well, it's either going to be people dying or people moving abroad. It was, it was people dying. And right. to be honest, I did think he was fucking stretching this alliterative sort of <laughs> phrase that he'd made up because... <laughs> You know, I thought, okay, food, <laughs> feces, fine. Farewell. Farewell. Mm, farewells, I don't know. You mean death. <laughs> Could he but not you say just funerals? wanted it to be an F. I bet Funeral. it took him fucking ages. Funerals yeah, would funerals. have been more appropriate. <clears throat> he said, we, we, we know how many people have, uh, have died. And I go, what? He goes, huh, little thing called graveyards. I go, okay, so, all right, you know, sometimes it's like I always say about bullshit, <clears throat> it's best not to question it too much. I go, all right, yeah, fair enough. That sounds completely watertight. So, so using those three v- data verticals, yeah. you know exactly how many people live in this country and you've calculated it to be 75 million. You've, ca- you've, you've counted up all the shit. Yeah, you've been round all the graveyards, counting all the gravestones, <laughs> and you've put your head around the door in the greengrocers and asked them how much they've been yeah, selling. Yeah, he sold out bananas again. Fuck me, I can't believe it. This country's full. I could I put the number up from seventy three and after seventy four on the back of that. No, uh, no, we're close. Sorry, no, it's only me. I don't need anything. Just uh, got my notepad here. Um, how many cream eggs you done this week? <laughs> Oh, we've done about we've done about four dozen week Monday to Monday through Sunday. Oh, fuck it! Now this is worse than I thought. 
No <clears> wonder <throat> Farage is getting so much traction. <laughs> if that's the amount of cream eggs we're getting through, this is unsustainable. <laughs> but even then, even with cream eggs, you've got to factor in Easter and the Easter period, plus yeah. the post-Easter period when they're knocking them out cheap. Yeah, so, so you know, it's not the best time. You can't work of cream eggs. It's not you the best predict, time to order you cream predict, eggs. You can't predict the population of a nation just based on how many cream eggs they sell. It just yeah. can't be done. And what I'm we've sorry. never, ever got to the bottom of either is how he's measuring the amount of shit in our sewers. <laughs> it was the way he looked at you and just said, there. Trust me, there are means of measuring how much feces there is. And I'm thinking, what? how? What do you do? Get a fucking tape measure and stick it down the fucking drain? A dipstick? Oh. What I do is I get a big, long dipstick, I stick it down a drain, and it's like an oil test. You pull it out, and I've got different markers. And each mark that I've marked in pencil on my long stick is a different number of people. So I've got, like, 40 million, 50 million, 60 million, 70 million... I dip it down into the shit, then I pull it out. Oh, look, it's 75 million people. <laughs> pull out the shit stick. <laughs> now, if I cross-reference the shit stick findings with my cream uh, egg data and my yeah. gravestone count, I can calculate that we're at a surprisingly round 75 million people in the UK. Mm, worrying. Worrying times. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, yeah. man. So I can't remember why I started talking about that, but um, there's a lot of people living here, is what you, this bloke yeah, reckons. Yeah, you just uh, and, and what's the knock-on effect from that? Did he say? He said that there was. I don't know. I mean, in a, did it feel racist what he was saying? I mean, we live in times where you have to be on the lookout all the time for yeah. people who are sort of trying to be racist by the back door. What's trying it? It's to, dog, dog whistling, isn't it? Dog whistle yeah, racism. I don't listen. I don't want to say that's what he was doing, but no, what no, no. he did. What, what he did say was that the he's asked me another question. Right. How much food do you think Britain mm. can produce? Right? How many people can Britain feed with its own resources? Right. I don't know. Are you asking me I, again? I don't care. I mean, because yeah. I. I <laughs> At the local Sainsbury's, half the veg has been flown in from South Africa or Kenya, mate. So it yeah, makes yeah. no odds to me. It's and not there like seems I'm, to be enough of it. You know, I'm not living like fucking. I'm not living like Richard Briers in the Good Life, am I? <laughs> Chance would be a fucking fine thing, by the way. Yeah, um, fucking hard work, that. No, but you know, I just go up the shop and get my food, and I've yeah. not, and and they've not been found wanting yet. Yeah. Um, so. He said, anyway, he said it was 25 million. He said it was 25 million. What, we of, can only feed 25 million? Yeah. What, what's the other 50 million doing then? I think Stop. that's what I mean. They're getting it all, they're getting food flown from abroad. He means food that we actually can have oh, that grown we here. Oh, create ourselves here. Right, but okay. a lot of these people, and I'm not saying he was one of them, but a lot of these people who say this shit, it's like they're constantly... You know, I think a lot of these people who have conspiracy theories or slightly intolerant views or whatever, I associate them. Like, you know that little prick you always see on YouTube going, you know, the one in his mum's basement telling oh, yeah, yeah. being Paul, racist? Paul something, yeah. They're all like, and they all live at home and they've watched so many fucking shit films like Mad Max yeah. or X-Men or something set in a dystopian future. That yeah. they, they genuinely, and this is a genuine point, not even a joke, 
They genuinely, their starting point of all of their political and social views are founded in fantasy films that they have overwatched. They've yeah. overwatched fantasy films on video games. And so they predict, like, dystopian futures being just around the corner. And so they base all of their fears and their ideas and their prognosis for every social ill or every issue yeah. on, like, Waterworld starring Kevin Costner. Yeah. Where we live in a in this future world where we're, we're all underwater and have all had to fucking evolve gills on the side of yeah, our necks, yeah. right? I'm not doing and that. Water, and, and drinking water becomes as precious as oil. Mind you, we started this podcast by, by predicting a dystopian future in which podcasts are as precious as oil, so yeah, are we any better? Nothing dystopian about that, Sam. Hmm. Sounds fucking idyllic. Sounds, Sounds like good, actually, doesn't it? It does Christ. sound good. So, this is a good point. This is a good opportunity while we're talking about dystopian scenarios for me to recommend Chernobyl, which is on Sky Atlantic at the minute. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking dystopian scenario for you. But it fucking happened. Lots of people, after we were talking last week about my experiences at the Cold War, uh, the mm. Cold War Festival in Kew. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, it's an exhibition, but now I am thinking, should we do could a Cold be a War festival? festival? Could be, because you yeah. Think of all the bands you could have playing, mate. Think of all the Cold War. Well, you'd have Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah. You'd get them reformed. Is Holly Johnson dead or not? No, he's still alive. Yeah. Well, then, we get him doing Two Tribes. We mm-hmm. could get, uh, what are the other great ones? Nikita by Elton John. 99 yeah. Red Balloons. Yeah. <clears throat> There's yeah. so many. Um, Dancing with Tears in My Eyes, Ultravox. Oh, is that about that, it? Had that, had that nuclear attack in the video, do you remember? What about Spandau? Didn't di- didn't they do? What's that one about the through the barricades? I ch- I'm was, choosing was, to imagine that was Northern Ireland. But you can lump it in if you want. Chuck it in. Chuck Put it, it in the, the chuck it the in the mix. That's you know, what I'm got, saying. You've got Duran Duran with that lyric. You're about as easy as a nuclear war. From is chuck something it in. I should know. Chuck Duran chuck in. It in. Yeah. They're in. They're in. Next. <laughs> yeah. Next. What's next? This is going to end one. up a little bit like one of those fucking half-assed winter wonderlands. That you see every Christmas in the news, Sam and Andy Festival, Cold War Festival Land, right? Yeah. So we got these bands. Um, we'll have a we'll dig a nuclear shelter, so we can have no, they can dig their own shelter. People can come yeah, along, dig and your dig, own shelter, make their own there shelter. You there you go. There you go. A couple of spades over there. Get going. There's small ones for the kiddies as well. well. Well, like that lad that did it in the six weeks holidays. We'll get some doors, and it can rest yeah. the door across the top, and then you're sheltered. Oh, lovely you stuff. Dug your own shelter. Yeah, this is good, and uh, we could get—I don't know—screenings of things like when the wind blows with them yeah, t- too old. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, not strictly related, but the right era and still dystopian. Do you think we could justify a screening plus Q and A of the Triffids Day of the yeah, Triffids? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yes, chuck it, chuck in. it in. Chuck it in. <laughs> if Joanna in the Triffids are in, I tell you that much. Jukes of Hazard. That was a bit politically incorrect. <laughs> chuck it in. I think the Dukes of Hazard were preppers. I think that's what they are. They're classic <laughs> preppers, aren't they? They lit, yeah. they were fucking rednecks living in the middle of nowhere, wearing those sleeveless denim jackets that yeah. all kind of preppers wear. Right? They didn't have any proper doors on their car, and they were they were the whole thing. The Dukes of Hazard was about these two inbreds cousins, yeah. right? Yeah. Both having it off with their other cousin, uh-huh. and. And fucking Klondike Pete, their uncle, right? Yeah. And uncle they Jesse. were 
<laughs> yeah, and they were um, preparing. It was in the. It was. Let's not forget. It was popular in the very height of Cold War paranoia. It was, and they they were convinced that it was. It was during the Reagan era. They were convinced that the uh, they were under attack from the Soviets. So they were living up in those hills, just trying to get together enough tin food and shotguns to be ready for when the whole shit house came tumbling down. Kicks off. And, yeah. And Boss Hogg, in many mm. ways, he was the cunt trying to make them listen to reason. He was portrayed as this idiot, but in fact, Boss Hogg was just trying to say, guys, you don't have to live like this, right? Have you heard of Perestroika, right? <laughs> the, the Soviet regime is loosening up and coming round to Western ways of thinking. The yeah. threat is not as apparent as you believe it to be. That's Why all your time? Boss Hogg was saying. Bide your time, Bill. Bide your time, Luke. that. We're, we're building our fucking compound up in the hills. Yeah. You can fuck off, mate. Yeah, he could be right there. He could be right. But anyway, like you say, chuck it in. Chuck yeah. it in. Um, Sam, yeah. that's all we've got time for for this episode, but I think we're going to be <laughs> all right without any football over the next couple of months. I think we're going to be okay. We better chuck out some new subjects. Well, people can contribute, including with yeah. drawings, to um, our ideas for... Uh, Cold War Festival Cold War Festival Festival, and of course our sponsorship proposal which is semi-real by the way I reckon we could somehow make that happen feels very real and uh, and um, uh, that's it and then yeah we need more subjects but we'll be back with the mailbag and all your latest bullshit tomorrow yeah will do thanks for listening bye 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 Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.